Hello, it's the 18th of June 2018 and this is my Hearthstone Diary. Welcome back. Um, full disclaimer, I definitely didn't do an episode last week which is completely rubbish and um, I actually <clears throat> sat down on Tuesday, I think, in my car to record the episode and I chatted for about 20, just over 20 minutes and um, found out when I stopped that the recording had only captured the first sort of eight minutes, um, <clears throat> which was positively tilting. Um, and I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to, uh, to, I couldn't find the time to record the episode again. And I struggled. I had a few things on last week, all, all good things. Um, but I just didn't get round to get round to doing it. Um, so, uh, here I am doing episode four and uh, I'm gonna gonna go over the same topic that I was aiming to do last last week. Um, I actually had a bit more of a think about it, and um, hopefully this uh, the episode will be even better for having had a practice, which is um, which is exactly ha- what happened with episode one as well. So um, can't say uh, can't say any problem with that. So yeah, I uh, as always going to start with kind of updating on my progress in Hearthstone, um, and I've kind of got got over a, a couple of weeks now to um to discuss so it's been a pretty rocky ride I, I must be honest um I have been bouncing around with a few different decks most of them are kind of you know the top one or two tiers in the meta and and decks that people are hitting legend with um I really got into and enjoyed the recruit hunter list um and started to get some success with that managed to push that into rank four and I got right to the top end of rank four um, and then fell back a little bit um, and I I think I went back into rank five and then won a couple of games and got myself back into rank four and then I saw the even shaman was kind of a lot of people playing it and still at the top of the list and although I don't think this is necessarily true in all cases HSV play has even shaman with quite a lot of good matchups um, and it just feels like one of the one of the stronger decks in the meta at the moment and I'm sure that is the case but I think some of those win rates are possibly a little bit lower than maybe it's coming across I don't know um obviously that's based on the statistics and the numbers that they have so that's fair enough but um I guess that depends on you know who's playing it and who's recording it and what people that have come from and and maybe for me it's um some of those matchups are a bit more 50-50 than or at least until you learn the deck um are a bit harder than than maybe positive win rates initially but i did okay to start with and i got into rank three which was the highest of the month and i was really happy with that and and kind of i was like okay right now is the time for me to learn lessons before and you know i was only one star into rank three and i was kind of like look I'll probably lose a couple of games, win a couple of games here and there and maybe fall back to rank four, but I know that I can get there and I know that it's only a couple of wins away and as long as I keep cool and don't get tilted and just stay there um, and try and keep around that, then maybe at some point I'll hit a good run and push my way through rank three and we'll just take it slow and that's how you kind of grind it out to legend. And I kind of bounced a a couple of win, you know, win-loss, win-loss, bit of 50-50 and then um, and then I just hit a massive losing streak and I even stopped and came back to it and I just couldn't buy a win. It just, it felt like, I'm not even sure that it necessarily felt like people were targeting even Shaman. It just felt like I hit a load of bad matchups and maybe that was because some people were targeting it, but I wasn't seeing a lot of mirror matches. So I kind of feel like 
I don't know, maybe the experience I was having wasn't that there was um, that there was many, you know, in the meta at the time, but then I guess maybe there was, and some people were kind of changing. And that's when I just I hit it at a shift. Um, I don't know, but it 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 dropped me right back into five, and then I went again with some recruit hunter, and I also picked up um, even warlock, and had some success with that and I actually managed to push myself back to rank three again and I was like okay so I definitely know I can do this I definitely know that this isn't um you know a complete pipe dream I can get back there a couple of times and if I can do that it's okay when I when I kind of fall back to to rank four or rank five because I know that I've got the ability to push myself up to rank three and maybe actually what I need to look at about kind of setting goals for myself is not to be disappointed if I don't hit legend, but to to teach myself to be consistent in hitting a higher rank. And I think, although I've my kind of best ever is rank one, and I have hit rank two a couple of times, I think consistently I've struggled to get much past rank four. And by that I mean like the rank one was a massive one-off. I hit spiteful druid just when the nerfs happened. Oh no, sorry, I think that was the rotation happened. And I just, Spiteful Druid was just super strong and no one was really kind of prepared and everyone was trying out decks and I just went in with a solid deck and got myself all the way to rank one. And then I think when I hit rank two before, I mean, obviously I hit rank two on the way to rank one in that season. And then um, I think I hit it once before uh, or maybe twice before actually. Um, But either way, that was kind of a peak that um, was a bit random but in general I kind of get around rank four and struggle to do much beyond there so getting into rank three a couple of times kind of showed me that I could do it and then you know I, all of these decks are good but I kind of seen a lot of like Miracle Rogue and um, I'm now back in rank five again right at the bottom and I'm just seeing loads of odd odd uh, odd rogue decks and odd decks in general um, and I don't mean the Baku odd decks, but I mean just generally strange decks that are hard to read. And um, yeah, it's proving it's proving quite tricky to um, to get any kind of momentum again. I kind of built a, a Kalamos um, even Shaman because I quite like that setup, um, but it's not really getting much consistency. I'm seeing a lot of people hit with even Warlock, so I do like the deck, and I'm, I'm probably going to try that out again. But I was kind of like, I don't know, just getting back into that kind of feeling of losing a bit of confidence and not being able to get out of rank five and not being able to get any consistency. And, you know, people are right. And I've said it before, this is a, you know, really balanced, really varied meta. um, And it's really hard to get any consistency. And I guess you just have to be really careful about tilt and be really careful. You know, if you lose two, definitely if you lose three games, just pull away and come back to it later on and hope that you hit those little pocket metas that suit your deck or your style of play better and um and i just get myself out of rank five again um and sometimes i think with rank five you just got to keep going because you might never hit a pocket meta because everyone's playing strange decks and all sorts of trying you know trial and error stuff and um trying out new things so you i think you just got to go for it in rank five and just go and get on a winning streak and get yourself out of there that's a real grind um, and then once you're out, you can kind of focus on being careful about how you how you ladder after that. So that's where I'm kind of standing at the moment. I'm still not completely settled. I kind of feel like I should go back to Recruit Hunter because I've had kind of best consistency and um, and most fun with that. But, you know, I think like even Shaman and even Warlock are still really strong. Um, and I, I'm just not, I'm obviously not that keen on, on kind of Odd Rogue. 
um, but a lot of people are playing that to to get some some progress as well. So, you know, maybe I'll have to see. But I just uh, the feeling of I don't know. I I don't feel like that's that or Odd Paladin or Aggro decks that I really like playing, which is strange because I really like playing Odd Paladin in Wild. Um, maybe that some of that's down to just having a few other cards that make it feel even more powerful and I guess that's really cool and you're coming up against a kind of varied meta as well but yeah on the whole um ladder is proving quite tricky so um I'm kind of seeing uh seeing how it's going to go and keep pushing and I want to go back to wild and, and make sure that I um get myself back to at least rank five there as well so I've got kind of an even shaman list there I've got an odd paladin list and the I know those are some of the stronger ones so I'm gonna gonna play on with them um so yeah that's where i'm kind of sitting i also which is great i also hit um my next golden hit so this is my second golden hero which was rexar i did genuinely think originally that um rexar was likely to be my first one just because back in the day i was playing kind of face hunters like that was one of the only decks that i had and i was playing that loads and i thought i'd i'd end up getting rexar first but then um druid took over which i talked about a few episodes back you know with spiteful druid and taunt druid and um aggro druid that i was playing before aggro token druid that i was playing before um yeah i just that that was my first one so that was really nice to get my second golden hero and i think my next one's closest one is probably warlock and then i'm pretty sure like i, I think my priest is actually quite close but there's nothing i really feel like playing in, in priest at the moment um but maybe that'll change pretty soon. There's some pretty cool decks out there. There's one with um, Vivid Nightmare, I think it is. I saw uh, uh, Ridiculous Hat and Sean Ryan talking about um, talking about that deck uh, on Twitter today. So that's really cool. So I might give that a go. Anyway, I think Priest is um, is probably my closest. But I think like Mage and Rogue, Shaman and Warrior are all quite far behind. Um, but they're certainly going to get some games and there's some good decks out there to play. So... Um, yeah that's that's pretty much where i'm up to at the moment on ladder um and it's been it's been a lot of fun and i'm being kind of i need to kind of keep my head in the game and keep kind of positive and keep pushing and i'm sure i'll um i'll keep doing better and better as i go and and so i get more and more familiar with the decks as well um kind of tying in with that although certainly some some of the things that's helped me with improving my play and possibly which uh, is something that I still need to work on is also the subject that I want to talk about in this episode um, and that's you know from the title a new rope it's uh, it's about basically using your turns effectively um, and the importance of taking your time I actually listened to an episode of uh, the happy hearthstone with Andrew and he was talking about um, kind of how to achieve your goals and get what you want basically and one of the subjects that he was talking about was this um, thing of uh, the the human mind having three seconds to, to kind of make decisions and judge things and stuff and he was talking a little bit about how to use your turns and taking your time and I wanted to elaborate on the the kind of turn time and, and rope situation a bit more and how you could tie those two things in together um, and so it's it's been quite a big learning curve and actually the the more and more I play and the uh, I say the better I get but the more experienced I get the more I'm learning how the importance of using your turns effectively and making the most of the time that you're given so I understand that a normal turn is about 75 seconds long and then um the one of the patches that was released a few months back also added um 
a change to the early turns. I think turn one and two are now quite a bit shorter. I think it's around 45 seconds. Um, so just because I think turn one in particular, there's not always a lot of options. And I think people were just getting annoyed at kind of waiting 75 seconds for the whole turn to complete when there's not really many plays that people can do. But um, So that kind of helped a little bit with speeding up the early part of the game. But the the kind of thing that I'm thinking is about how to use your turns effectively is about taking your time. Um, at the end of the day, those turns are that amount of time and they are that is your time to play with. That is, you know, half-stone games can go so quickly and sometimes I think, you know, why did, did the game go so quickly and what was I doing with my turns and was I using them effectively and was I thinking about what play I should make next and what my opponent might do and how did that impact the the end result um, or some of the turns that I've played and ultimately you know win or loss what did it come down to and I think a lot of the time is kind of rushing your play can have a huge impact on the result of the game so you get this 75 second turn so you know okay so let's say in the first few turns you kind of know what you're going to do there's not many options you get through those and then you're looking at 75 seconds per turn to think about your play and think about what your opponent's going to do now when you're gathering your cards and when you're watching your opponent's play you're also probably thinking about what you're going to do you've also probably got some cards in your hand that you're considering hitting some combos with or playing a few of them next or what what can I do with these cards to kind of swing the game in my favour? But you also don't know what's going to come out. So the rope pops up, I think, I don't know, maybe it's the last 10 seconds, maybe it's the last 15 seconds of the turn. Um, and I think a lot of the time, let's say this, when you have, when the rope appears, that's kind of when you want to be making your plays. Unless you know that you've got a combo or... Um, you've got several cards that you need to play that maybe don't make a combo effect but you want to when you want to do different kind of maybe you want to clear you want to trade some minions you want to hit face with some you want to play some others um i think for example with even shaman sometimes you have to think about um if you're going to hit with uh, a minion that's got a kind of buff from the the totem for example that gives plus two attack are you then um going to put a charge minion next to it and you kind of want to make sure you're using both minions attacks and not wasting the damage so there's things like that that might take a little bit of time and so you might want to be careful of always leaving it to the rope but I think in general if you if you're completely and utterly comfortable with the play that you're about to make and it's pretty much the only thing you can do and you've kind of thought about it and you're happy with it then fine get it played end your turn and let your opponent play but take the time to think about some different things in in so think about what happened in the previous turn what did the opponent play what might they be thinking about doing next are they purely reacting to what you've played or are they trying to set something up are they kind of trying to make a combo of something or what kind of deck are they playing you know in the first few turns you want to be trying to work out what deck it is and then you want to think okay what is their game plan long term and what's likely to come in the next few terms is it, it turns is it going to be aggressive minions and are you going to have to put up a defense or are they trying to ramp or are they trying to draw cards or are they trying to collect combo pieces you can be thinking about that right at the start of your, each of your turn and you can be thinking about these things in your opponent's turn as well and i would say most of the time try to be thinking about your opponent while they're playing their turn because that helps to build a better picture and then that kind of gives you the ammunition to when it's your turn to think about how you can make clever plays and make the right plays in order to 
most effectively use your turn and and the manner that you've got each each time um and kind of building up your game in the in the right way and then you want to be thinking about okay if i play this what else have i got in my deck what am i looking for what might i need in the next you know if they're going to do this for the next turn how much of an effect that does this have i think one of the things that i've learned is like for example saranite chain gang right is is such a good kind of um such a good card because it puts two bodies on the board they're fairly good particularly in the early game and quite often they're a good turn for play but sometimes if you're playing a deck that has quite a few aoe and you know board clears do you want to just stick down saranite chain gang if you've got nothing to stop no none of their minions are kind of uh, any kind of threat to you do you want to put that down just for them to be cleared or do you want to play something that maybe plays towards your combo or gives you extra buffs or goes face you know those are some of the things that I start to think about and I think okay Serenite on four seems like a, an obvious choice but actually if that gets cleared what has it done nothing if I need a board presence sure it's two bodies particularly in like even shaman you can buff those so quite often it is a good choice but it's not always the best choice um and I think if you take the time, you start to think about those things more and more. And then you want to be thinking about, you know, how what's my wink on and what am I going to do? Maybe when you're getting into the, the later stages of the game, what's my wink on? What do I need to do in order to swing the game in my favour so I can set up a win condition? Or do I need two turns to activate my win condition? And so how do I play the turns effectively defending myself and um, setting up the threat on the board? to to finish off your opponent and this sometimes like I find myself when I feel like when I feel best about a win is when I've put my opponent in a situation where they cannot get out of it no matter what they do and those are the ones I think are the best to reflect on and quite often that's because I've taken my time and thought about well actually if I play this then that maybe puts them in a position that they can't get out of that's the kind of checkmate almost that you get in Hearthstone and those are some of my favourite wins and those are some of the best wins because you've literally thought about everything that your opponent's going to do and sometimes there is a surprise, particularly at rank 5, but most of the time if you've guessed that right, you've put yourself in a winning position anyway and you quite often get a concede rather than having to do do the damage to finish the game. So one of the big lessons that I've learned is about using the rope effectively using the turns effectively and the time that you're given because at the end of the day that is your time to play it's set in that way so that you can do what you want with it and rushing your turns isn't necessarily going to is going to be the most effective play for for each game so um yeah that's what that's what uh, i think is uh, is really important on that on that subject um be interested to hear anyone else's thoughts on um, turns and playtime and, and kind of what to do before the rope and when you get on the rope and how you should um, how you should use your turns effectively as well um, so yeah that's the subject matter for, for this week, not a, a huge subject to go into but something that I thought was um, was quite important, I've been thinking about quite a lot recently um, just a few other things that are going on, so I know that I think the, the UHL is kicking off with, um, with I think the playoffs now next week so that's really exciting, so if you get a chance Go in and check that out. Um, should be some really great matchups coming um, and some really exciting games. And I know some of the players are thinking about crazy and wacky decks that they can bring to the table. Um, so that should be really good. And um, also, it's uh, it's the World Cup at the moment, so I'm going to be cheering on England later today. 
which is going to be really exciting and we're probably going to do rubbish and and uh and probably draw or lose a match that we should be winning but um no i'm going to stay positive and say that uh we're going to do well and um i'm going to enjoy each game as it comes and uh yeah so if you all get a chance to um get out there and watch a bit of the world cup then by all means hearthstone wise um i think the uh get in here bundle is finishing today so um your last chance to pick up on that 40% off 10 packs, two from each um, two from each expansion and then two from the, the classic set as well um, so get in on that we've still um, still got some great arena stuff going on so that's going on for a little bit longer and I believe the uh, gold and dust um, quests that you get each daily quests are still going for a while, they go into July I think or end of June um, so make the most of that, maximise that. I'm always like, to be honest with you, I'm refreshing every time because I think most of them are coming out at 60 gold minimum and there's definitely some hundreds that are quite easy to get. So I, big suggestion, if you get um, if you get one of those quests, I would refresh it and try and go for the hundred um, just to, to maximise your gold and dust. Um, so yeah, hopefully everyone's going to be well set up coming towards the uh, uh, the next expansion, which should be around August time. Um, so apologies again for missing out on doing an episode last week I'm thinking about if I can fit it in doing a bonus episode this week oh, I say a bonus episode but just catching up so that I've done done the five that I should have done to schedule um, so I'll see if I can put that in at the end of the week happy Father's Day for yesterday to all the, all the fathers out there um, and yeah I had a really good day and, uh, and, and felt really special on that so I'm actually a stepfather um, and this was probably the first Father's Day that I... It was definitely the first Father's Day that I had last year. We did a, a kind of special thing for for us being buddies. But this is the first year where I really felt um, Father's Day was for me. So um, that was uh, that was a real joy. And uh, and I'm off camping this weekend um, with the family. So, yeah, if I get to squeeze in that other episode this week, I'll try. But if not, I'll, um, I'll just have to uh, kind of start again from early next week and just kind of take it from there, really. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's about all for all for this week. If you um, if you want to catch me at all, you can go onto Twitter. My Twitter handle is uh, Grazler18, and um, the Twitter for the show is hsdiary underscore my. Also have an email address, which is myhalfstonediary at gmail.com. So if you've got anything, want to share any thoughts, um, any feedback, then uh, yeah, do go on there and let me know. Um, so other than that, good luck on the ladder. We're uh, kind of halfway through now, so heading into the to the back end of the of the month. Um, so good luck on your climb to wherever your goal is for this month. And uh, yeah, I wish you all the best. And this was my Hofstein diary. Thanks very much.